0: Welcome to Startup to Scale, a podcast by Food Bebby. I'm your host, Jordan Buckner. Join me as I talk to aspiring entrepreneurs, seasoned industry experts, and everyone in between as we unlock the keys to growing from startup to scale. Hey everyone, this is Jordan, and for today's episode, I have the pleasure of talking with Shannon, who's the founder of Marketplace Seller Courses. Shannon, welcome. Thank you so much for
1: having me, Jordan. I'm excited to be on.
0: This is going to be a good one because we're talking and diving back into Amazon. This is a topic that our founders ask about all the time um, and going into a lot more detail here. So if you haven't heard our previous episode on Amazon with Daniela Bolzman, which is episode nine, we talk about optimizing your listings. Make sure you check that out after you listen to this episode. So Shannon, just jumping right into it, I want to help brands understand how to think about Amazon um, as it relates to their company? What role should Amazon play in their business?
1: Yeah, I mean, certainly as Daniela mentioned in her episode, Amazon is a search engine. So it's a great way for customers to discover your product. It's also a great way for buyers to validate your product. And buyers will actually use tools like Jungle Scout to look at your sales velocity, how much your revenue you're generating on Amazon before they'll even take a call with you. Um, they'll look at the product reviews, make sure the product is well rated on Amazon. So Amazon sort of becomes this essential uh, sandbox, if you will, to get out into the broader world. But just as a platform itself, it's an incredibly important e-commerce channel. Um, and I think you know the most valuable role that I can play, aside from getting into the nitty-gritty, is helping brand owners think about Amazon correctly. And one of the ways that I want to challenge brand owners to think about Amazon is, in my opinion, success on Amazon is to organically rank for your product's most highly searched relevant terms. So again, if Amazon is a search engine, if somebody puts in a very specific term for your food brand, you want your products to show up top. And if you can get into the top three ranked spots for your best converting and most relevant keywords, that's a win because it's like free traffic all day long. So I love that. As a lot of founders, they'll
0: ask me, like Jordan, I see some companies making like millions or tens of millions of dollars on Amazon, mm-hmm. and I'm struggling to get above 10K a month. Sure. What's the difference in in terms of like that goal? Like what's kind of missing for a lot of brands?
1: So there's a couple different things that we look at. One of the things that I use is a, a tool called SEM Rush. And we will look at the off Amazon brand awareness for a specific brand. If you're going against Kraft, right? (laughs) Or, you know, a very well-known food brand, you know, Coca-Cola, their brand equity and brand awareness is so high off Amazon that there's going to be a substantial amount of traffic going straight to their listing. So people are going on Amazon, they're searching for a branded term, or there's brand awareness enough that when their listing comes up, people just automatically buy because they know the brand. If you have much lower brand awareness and brand equity off Amazon, it's going to take a lot more. You're going to have to work you know, twice as hard, 10 times harder in some cases to even get close to those larger numbers. But beyond the brand equity aspect, if there's two brands that are sort of generally well-known or about the same, have the same level of brand awareness off Amazon, it really just comes down to two things. It comes down to SEO You know, listing optimization, which is sort of two sides of the same coin. And then it comes down to advertising and traffic. You know, if you can get your audience to your detail page and convert them, those are the only two things that impact sales. So either you're not getting enough people to your listing, you're not getting the right people to your listing, or you're unable to convert them once they're there. One thing that I love about Amazon is that. It's
0: really good at finding if there's organic demand for your product category or not. You know, like as a founder, there's a lot of things that you can do through your own e-commerce site or even on Amazon in some ways to like buy sales. Mm -hmm. But Amazon's really good at picking up if people are even looking for products like yours or not, right? Like in using some of these tools, you can see some searches just have an incredibly high volume and even their long tail keywords have high volume and Mm -hmm. others just don't. And it's so important because I see and work with lots of very unique specialty CPG products these days who come out with a great creative idea, but there's just no demand for it. And it's hard because like, they love it. But when they put the product out in the world, they're like, why is no one buying it? It's because honestly, like no one wants to buy it. And if you need to get, if you actually believe yeah. in it so much, it's going to take a couple million dollars to educate them about the right.
1: problem and convince it. But it's really <laughs> good at telling people like no one wants it. <laughs> well, and, and, and there, there's two parts of that, Jordan. It, I call it known demand and unknown demand. So they may actually want the product, but they don't know it exists. And so when it comes to known demand, that's where we use SEO keyword research. Danielle mentioned her favorite tools. Uh, I'll mention my favorite tool is Helium 10. We do the SEO keyword research. And the way I think about SEO keyword research is it's like a four lane or five lane highway. You have all of these customers, these potential customers who are driving down these lanes and SEO keyword research is discovering what search terms those customers are using, right? What's driving their search what's driving their their progress forward, and then integrating those listings or those search terms into your listings and advertising on them so that you can effectively get in front of that traffic. right? So as that that four-lane highway is coming towards you, you're right in the middle as opposed to if you haven't done the SEO keyword research and you haven't integrated those terms into your listings, you're sitting off to the side somewhere, you know, watching all this traffic go by. And that's where you're watching all of your competitors do all this revenue that you're not getting. It's because you're not getting in front of it. Now for unknown demand, I love working with innovative products. What I tell companies is video, video, video. There's nothing more valuable than video because video is the most powerful way to convey a new concept to customers who may be unfamiliar. And we say, create a 20 to 30 second video ad that highlights your product, why it's unique, why it's innovative, why it's different, why it's better than maybe sort of the alternative that they would be maybe used to buying or considering buying, and then run video advertising on search terms that may not be exactly what the customer's looking for, but is in fact the correct customer. And I'll, you know, I'll give you an example. It's like, if you sell a a unique baby food product, um, they may not be looking for your specific baby food product, but you're getting in front of an audience that has small children that has babies. I mean, you could be as creative as you want. Obviously if they're looking for some type of baby food, that's going to be a great way to get in front of that audience to go, Hey, innovative product alert. I want to show you what we've cooked up. Oh
0: my gosh. I love that gold nugget there of using video to quickly convey and reaching those audiences. All right. That's, that's good. So One thing as well I want to mention is how brands can go about like building their brand equity on Amazon um, and getting in front of new customers that way.
1: Yeah, so Danielle talked about it from a listing optimization perspective. I, I say there's nothing more important than building brand equity. That is the most important thing you can do. Because again, every other company and every other platform is looking to Amazon as the gold standard. And brand equity is simply a customer's perceived value of your brand or product. That's it. And so you can have the best, tastiest, most delicious product in the world. But if your images are terrible, if you haven't captured the essence, the flavor, you know, how delicious it is, how tasty it is in the in the in the copy or even in the video that you use on the detail page, you're going to miss that perception of the quality of your product. The other thing that can ruin brand equity is poor customer reviews. So making sure that you are looking at uh, the issues that come up, maybe buyer-seller messaging, product reviews, and you can start to say, hey, you know what? We're getting a lot of products that are being returned because they showed up to the customer's doorstep totally crushed. So I work with a lot of like cracker brands, granolas, and you know people say, hey, this came in the box was just totally destroyed you may realize we need to package this better so that it it arrives to the customer in the condition that we sent it um, and they have a good experience. The other thing that we see that erodes brand equity very quickly is unauthorized resellers. And so brands need to be especially conscientious of who they allow to sell their product on Amazon or even if they're not allowing them, are there other sellers selling my product on Amazon making sure they're doing a good job you know, listing the, the product correctly, fulfilling it correctly, handling customer service. Because if they're not, that's going to ruin your brand equity and your reputation. And they can basically walk away scot-free. Why do most products
0: and founders, you know, fail on Amazon? Or I'll say like, they'll get started, they'll have like mediocre success, and then they end right. up stopping. Like what barriers are you usually getting in their way?
1: There's two, there's two main things. The number one reason that brands fail, any brand fails selling on Amazon is because they don't know what they don't know. And if you know what you don't know, you can go find that information out. But not knowing what you don't know, I mean, Amazon, I tell people, they say, what's the silver bullet? What's the one thing I need to do to be successful on Amazon? It is not one thing. It is 128 things and you have to do every single one of them correctly. So you got to know what those 128 things And that's why I specialize in first and foremost education, educating brands and in particular food brands about all the things they need to do correctly on Amazon. It's like, you know, an order came through and you're like, yay, great. Don't get it around to it for a couple of days. Now all of a sudden you got late shipping and Amazon's threatening to suspend your account. Didn't know that I couldn't do that. Didn't know I had to do that. So making sure that they have all the information they need to succeed is really key. And honestly, Jordan, I find most food brand owners that I talk to. Are making decisions about Amazon based on partial information, bad information, or in some cases, no information at all. So that's kind of the first level. The second one is Amazon is an all in platform. You have to give 100%. If you are not ready and willing to give 100% to Amazon, it's not going to go well for you. And what I mean by that is you don't have to give 100% of your time, money, and energy. But you do have to give it 100% of the time, money, and energy that Amazon needs in order to be successful. It may be just a fraction of your time and energy, but you have to give it 100%. If you're like, let's throw up a listing and see how it goes, dip our toe in the water, not going to work. If you're like, let's just copy our listing you know, content from our website and throw it up on Amazon, not going to work. And, and we've uh, had the pleasure of doing some of these mini audits for some of the Food Bevy uh, you know food brands. And I think we have a few left, uh, if you haven't done that already, um, where we're basically going through their listing optimization saying, hey, missed opportunity here. Hey, you didn't know that you you could be doing this, but this is going to help increase sales. This is going to help increase conversion. So making sure that they've got all the strategies, tools, and resources to not just do some of what they can do, but everything and, and to do it well. You have to do it with a very high level of excellence because Amazon is the most competitive e-commerce platform in the world. I tell people that
0: if they go in on the Amazon, you need to spend at least like three months going like all in and figuring out how to make it work and setting yeah. everything up, making mistakes and fixing them. Um, and then after that, you can just make updates and tweaks a little bit. Absolutely. Um, but you have to like really dedicate a ton of time doing it.
1: I tell companies 85% of your success is in the setup. Hmm. And so it's front loaded. The first six weeks that I work with a brand are the most intense. The first two or three months, like you said, you got to get your listings optimized. You've got to get your seller bio up. You've got to get all your, you know, shipping integrated. You got to set up all these things. But most of those things you only have to set up one time. You got, you know, you do your keyword research, you set up your advertising. Once it's set up, then it goes to that 15% of just maintaining and optimizing. So the good news is that high level of intensity does not last forever. Um, but you do have to be very aggressive initially. And uh, and that's really important. Talk about that
0: journey a brand goes through then over the months and years after that initial setup. How are they kind of learning um,
1: on Amazon? So... So there's a couple pieces to that. One is what I call the Amazon flywheel for brands is uh, optimize, launch, and analyze. So we spend time opt- optimizing the listings. Again, Danielle Boltzmann, her team at Mindful Goods, they're my content partner. So we're sort of like a uh, you know Amazon uh, sister and brother in that regard. And you know they do the listing optimization so well. They understand it probably better than any. They understand it better than anybody else. Um, the next phase is the launch. And I, you know, we'll spend a few minutes talking about advertising because it's probably one of the most um, underutilized and often done incorrectly. Even when you hire an agency, the advertising is probably one of the most detrimental parts that can just completely decimate an account. Um, and companies come back and they go, we don't even know where our money went. Um, so advertising is the launch phase. And then you take that data and you analyze the results. But in terms of the brand journey, even if you hire the best of the best, even if you work with the best of the best, even if you've got employees who are just super smart, you are gonna have to go through a brand journey on Amazon that is unique to you. Nobody else can figure it out but you. And it's discovering the exact messaging, the exact imagery, the exact copy, and the keywords that work for your product. And I can tell you, I, you know, every client that I've worked with, they've encountered challenges and difficulties. And often, often the more successful they were, the more challenges they faced. We were able to help walk them through that. But you have to have a, a, be willing to go through a journey and you have to have a good guide, you know, somebody who's going to walk you through it or make sure that you've got a really good internal team who can walk you through that process.
0: Yeah, let's, let us me talk about that. Either um, advertising or the other thing I want to talk about is like profitability for brands and how to measure that. Um, so I'll kind of let you take those topics.
1: Yeah. I mean, they they go almost hand in hand. You can say like, well, we're pretty profitable until we start advertising. Um, There's a great tool. There's two that I'll mention. Most brands, not just food brands, but any brand selling on Amazon struggle with understanding what their true profitability is. It's like, okay, I I shipped Amazon a bunch of product. I did some advertising. They deducted all these fees, deposited a little bit in my account. After cost of goods, I may be losing money on Amazon. And I don't even know that. So seller scale, and I'll make sure you have both of these links for the show notes, but seller scale is one. And that's like a really simple reporting tool. You put in your cost of goods, you integrate your Amazon account. It will suck in all of the fees, all of the advertising, and it will give you skew level profitability. And it starts at like 15 bucks a month, best tool investment that you can make to understand how much money you're making on Amazon. Merchant Spring is a higher level one. And that's if you're really looking to monitor multiple marketplaces. So if you've got Amazon and eBay and Shopify, it can actually second data from all of those and give you a great reporting dashboard, a little more expensive, a little more comprehensive.
0: I love that. That's key. Um, In the last couple of minutes here, I want to walk through, I know one of the clients is a a Food Bevy member and you've been working with as well, Little Gourmets. So -hmm. tell me about your work with them and what you found.
1: Yeah, so they signed up for uh, our Amazon Brand Success Academy, which again, we've got a a special discount only for food bevy members. So don't tell anybody else about it. Don't share that link outside because you guys get a discount. Nobody else does. But but Christine signed up for uh, the courses. And then we did an hour of coaching session just walking through SEO because she said we're starting to run some advertising and we're doing some, you know, we kind of wanted to do some keyword research. We spent an hour just going through SEO keyword research, and she was just like, oh my gosh, there is so much more to this than I even began to realize. And understanding how to discover the best search terms, uh, how to determine and verify a relevant search term versus an uh, one that's probably not going to convert well. And then understanding how do you structure your advertising around those keywords so that you can maximize your profitability. Like I said, breaking down your campaigns correctly in the best way. And I wish we had time to go into it. We don't, but but breaking them down in the, in the best way and going after your most highly searched relevant keywords first, and then kind of going down the line to more, we'll call them tangential keywords that you're getting in front of the right audience, but it's not exactly what they're looking for, but can generate sales. Those are super key. So from an advertising standpoint, I'd you know, PPC Ninja is the tool that I recommend. They also have some great education They've got masterminds that you can join to really train you as a brand owner. And honestly, Jordan, all this comes down to what I call the three levels of execution. Every brand has to decide if they want to A, do it themselves, B, do it with help, or C, have someone else do it for them. So a lot of that obviously determines, you know, it depends on budget. The more money you have, the more you can get other help and hire other people to do things for you. But even if you hire an agency, it doesn't guarantee success. You still are responsible for knowing the information of what needs to get done. And I, 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 these three levels is, is knowing what to do, being, uh, knowing how to do it, and being good at doing it. And so again, even if you're not good at doing things, I'm terrible at Photoshop, I'm not very good at copy. But I know what needs to be done, and I know how to do it, so that I, I can hold the people that I work with accountable to make sure we're maximizing the Amazon platform to the, the highest level that we can.
0: Absolutely love those tips, um, Jan, Thanks so much for joining today. Really appreciate you having the podcast. We'll have to do a, another episode because I know there's some other things we want to get into as well. Um, but. We'll have more information on you can find out more about the courses in the show notes, uh, but definitely make sure to take Amazon seriously because it can be a game changer for your business. Absolutely,
1: thanks so much for having me.
0: Thanks, Shannon.